0: we come to the end of the program. And once again, looking at the more unusual stories, I am very thankfully joined by Brian Smith. G'day, Brian. G'day, David. Wearable computing, in a way. Uh, you've got a story along those lines?
1: Yes. Well, of course, in New South Wales, we've got uh, our new Opal cards, our contactless smart card ticket. A uh, very handy thing, a very handy thing indeed. Well, one uh, Sydney person, he's a science, ex-science uh, party member, he has uh, had that the Opal card's chip implanted into his hand in order that he can demonstrate wearable tech in a very real way. So he swipes his hand across the Opal card reader. He's an unusual fellow. His his name is Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow, and that's his actual name. Uh, the story goes that he changed his name as a bit of a bet. He was known as Disco Stew apparently at his workplace, and people basically pooled a whole bunch of money to get him to change his name to a ridiculous name, which he did.
0: At what as opposed to Disco
1: Stew. Disco Stew was his nickname. He became Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow. So he's a a guy very interested in science and biohacking. So he he cut up his Opal card. He took the tiny near field communications chip that allows the contactless data transfer. He had it encased in a special plastic. It's only 10 millimetres by 6 millimetres long. And then he had it implanted in the side of his hand, Now, interestingly, he had it in his left hand, which probably is problematic when he gets to sort of Town Hall or Wynyard and realises the uh, opal card reader is on the right hand side, not the left hand side. But he used it. Now, interestingly, once this story came out, the New South Wales government pointed out that tampering with the opal card breached its sort of regulations and that they could cancel his card. And they did cancel his card, but they cancelled his registered card, which was his normal sort of standard opal card cleverly the one that he had implanted was not registered so they couldn't they couldn't cancel oh, okay. it so he's got another two implants in his hand and arm including one that he keeps his documents on so he's trying to demonstrate you know that these implants could well be more widely used in the future uh, and they could help people uh, you know elderly people or people who find it difficult to communicate it could be a good way of uh, understanding someone's identity. But, uh, David, would you, I guess, have your public transport ticket implanted in your body? Is there a a chance that you could accidentally scan yourself on and off a train as it drives past or a bus?
0: I would do it. As a person who went to the bus stop the other day and found that I didn't have my card in my pocket, the normal card I I used to keep in my phone, it fell out of there, the phone, jacket isn't perfect in holding it i lost it it became a pain so i keep it in my wallet but i have to get my wallet out every time (laughs) and so i leave it in my pocket while i'm on the train which means that i forget about it when i get home and it can go through the wash the whole thing of having it there no matter what appeals to me
1: enormously target market and where would you have it implanted, do you think?
0: Given that this guy's name is Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow, I had a terrible vision about where it might just be implanted. But putting all that aside, he's not that weird looking. He doesn't have any earrings or a huge, you know, those huge big holes in his ears that you might expect from someone that embraced a name like that. So, yes. um, of oh, the hand, I think, is an obvious thing. But mm-hmm. the thing about your information he's got another thing in there with your information is that mean that someone with a scanner can just come along and download your emails
1: well yes potentially i mean where's the security I, I imagine he being an expert in this sort of stuff would have all this sort of stuff covered but yes yeah, certainly it could make muggings very very bloody though couldn't it too
0: <laughs> amazing <laughs> well as i say look i saw wearable computers as being an absolute pain. I sort of had a vision when it was first talked about of a laptop hanging around your neck and having to use it or the other side of it is a watch like Dick Tracy where the screen is just too small I always thought that this idea of the Apple watch and that was not really workable because it's just got such a small screen when you read the cartoon Dick Tracy looked at his watch so the next panel of the cartoon was always a full panel showing the screen it's but you could see it yes so but you and I would not be able to see that So I never had the vision to see how it works. But this whole miniaturization, I think, is wonderful. Well, potentially wonderful. Does that mean someone might hack off my arm in order to get through the train station?
1: (laughs) They could, David.
0: Perhaps not. Let's not turn it into something ghoulish. Brian, it's always good to talk to you. I appreciate your time greatly. Thank you very much. Thank you, David. Brian Smith uh, talking some unusual quirky stories to do with motoring and transport and planes and automobiles and all that sort of stuff.